Welcome to the Fantasy Whispers podcast. We are the best kept secret in fantasy football, and we keep that week one feeling going all year long. I'm Big Travi, and you can find me on Twitter at Big Travi TFW. And today I'm going to be going through the week eight waiver wire ads after a week seven that was an absolute bloodbath. Shook us all to our core. We had injuries to J.K. Dobbins, obviously, before the games, and then Brees Hall. David Njoku, DK Metcalf, Mike Williams, and I'm sure I'm forgetting so many more. Oh, pour one out. Moment of silence, please. Before we hop into this week eight waiver, I want to let you know that support for the TFW Live and all the rest of our shows are brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the fantasy whispers the patrons over there have helped us and, and supported us throughout our brand's existence and this month as we will do every month going forward we are giving away an amazing prize october's prize we're giving away a signed david and joku mini helmet that's right this year's late round tight end the aforementioned uh with the ankle injury um former first round nfl pick david and joku so make sure you get on over to patreon.com and sign up today that's patreon.com forward slash the fantasy whispers okay so like i said we're going to be diving through the waiver wire ads for week eight and we all know about the waiver wire uh it's where your playoff runs are solidified your rosters could be bolstered and your team can really make the difference in the win-loss column as we talked about all those injuries it's time to kind of adjust you can't sit here and wallow and cry over these injuries that have happened to you. They're happening to everybody. So you got to get to the waiver, use that number one priority, use that, that budget, that waiver acquisition budget, uh, the FOB, and go and get your players. As always, these guys are going to be talking about, they tend to be rostered in less than 50% of sleeper leagues. There's going to be some in here that are you know above that, um, but I will rank them in positional scarcity order and importance. So we're going to start with running backs, the ones I like the most at the top, then you go to wide receivers, tight ends, and QBs. Um, like I said, I'm going to rank those and prioritize them in each one. So without further ado, let's get into it. Running back Michael Carter of the New York Jets. He's rostered in 65% of sleeper leagues, so please just go make sure he's not out there on your waiver. Last year, prior to his injury as the lead back for the Jets, before Brees Hall, he reached 10 or more PPR points in six of nine games. We know the Jets traded last night for James Robinson. Um, but Carter should still see the bulk of the work and start out as at the very least as the lead back. Plus, he's got the passing game chops to really like carry you in PPR. He finished as the RB29 in PPR last year, and that's that was with missing those three games. So I, I think that he is the priority ad this week. And that's over running back Gus Edwards, who's rostered in 38% of sleeper leagues. He went straight from the pup to the starting lineup. He took over the Ravens backfield. He had 16 carries. That was the most of any Ravens back for 66 yards and two touchdowns. In the three seasons before this year, he's averaged five yards per carry on his career. So this is a guy that is an efficient runner in an efficient running game. Uh, and you saw when they when he's on the field, it seems like they trust him. So I like him as a really nice pickup this week. Isaiah Pacheco, he's rostered in about 59% of sleeper leagues, but I just wanted to put him on here because if you missed it Sunday, he got the start and led all uh, Chiefs running backs with eight touches. So he's likely going to be more involved going forward, especially after their bye week this week. So if you can stash him, I think you should because we all know he's got great measurables. 4-3 speed, he's five foot ten and 216 pounds on this offense. There's some really, really big upside. 
Chuba Hubbard, 47% rostered in sleeper leagues. He's got he had 11 touches for 73 yards and a touchdown before he exited the game with an ankle injury. The injury is said to be minor. Um, and basically, they crazily enough, they had positive game script against uh, the Bucks, and they didn't need him, so they could rest him. He gets Atlanta twice in the next three weeks. Uh, so I kind of like Chuba Hubbard from the Panthers here. Speaking of the Panthers, man, Donta Foreman rostered in 61% of sleeper leagues. He saw 17 touches for 144, 145 yards from scrimmage. He filled in for Henry last year in Tennessee, and in the final six games, he averaged 18 touches, 90 yards, and three touchdowns. Although it was stated to not be serious, Hubbard does have that ankle injury we talked about, and he didn't finish the game. So Foreman actually could be in line here. If you're asking me today which one I like more, I put Hubbard above just because I think he's got more upside, but Foreman could be that grinder that this team needs to just kind of play to their defense, play to their strength, and and get out of a game. This last one's Kyron Williams. It's a stash here, 21% rostered in sleeper leagues. Um, He was a draft pick for the Ram that the Rams were excited about due to his pass catching prowess and efficiency as a pass protector. Uh, Pass pro is something the Rams desperately need right now. Cam Akers has all these uh, trade rumors swirling. And we look at Kyron Williams as somebody that could be activated off the IR here soon, even though Sean McVay did say today uh, or yesterday that, you know, they're about a week away from talking about that. Moving on to wide receiver, Wandale Robinson, 44% rostered in sleeper leagues. He led all Giants with targets with eight, and he caught six of them for 50 yards and looked like the only Giant wide receiver all year that's had juice. We also have the Dan Bellinger, uh, Daniel Bellinger injury, which was a scary injury to his eye, orbital fracture. So Wandale looks like he could be locked in. Watch his health. He did kind of limp off of this game but came back, so – See how he progresses, but man, Danny Dimes, this Giants offense, they're kind of humming right now, and Wandell could be the biggest benefactor. Before I give you the rest of this week's waiver wire ads, I wanted to tell you about our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Best ball isn't the only way to have fun and win money through Underdog. With player prop bets and pick them and rival bet slips, you can cash in on all the NFL action on Mondays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Just go to Underdog Fantasy or download the app from the App Store. Use the promo code TFW for up to $100 in matched money. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code TFW for up to $100 in matched money. All right, Paris Campbell, who was rostered in 11% of sleeper leagues, had a career-high 10 receptions in Week 7, over 92% of the snaps in each of the last three weeks. Even with Ellinger starting the rest of the season, the coaching staff has got great confidence to play him, and he's shown proof he's a viable option for the new QB. And his ADOT is, is such that could benefit Ellinger. I mean, there's just a lot here to like out of what we've seen out of Paris Campbell. Marquise Goodwin, he's rostering less than 1% of sleeper leagues. He's incredibly athletic, and he's going to get another chance here with the Seahawks. Two touchdowns last week. One came before and one came after the DK injury. He's viable, an exciting home run hitter, and an option to pick up while DK is out and could be a big, big help for your roster. Zay Jones, he's rostered in 34% of sleeper leagues. He's been pretty consistent, uh, only less than nine points in PPR uh, two times this season. Decent production this year with only one touchdown. The offense has been surprising. The TDs could start to come here for Zay Jones. I kind of like him uh, going forward as that last waiver wire wide receiver I'd be interested in this week. 
For tight ends, Greg Dulcich, he's rostered in 14% of sleeper leagues, two weeks back from injury, two weeks in a row, 11-plus fantasy uh, points in PPR, showing he can be productive here with Wilson and Rippon makes him even more exciting. And we, we knew he's a receiving specialist, and, and this team is desperate for some, some offense. So I like Dulcich as a fill-in for your Njoku. Kate Otten, he's rostered in 23% of sleeper leagues. He's kind of been up and down with the snap share, but he has hit over 80% twice in the last four games, and tons of injuries in Tampa Bay open up more opportunities. Otten is exciting um, as a fantasy football option going forward. Just anybody on Tom Brady's squad, if they can start to turn the offense around. Last one, a little bit of deeper ad here. Juwan Johnson, 5% rostered in sleeper leagues. He had a big game last week, 5 of 5 for 32 and two touchdowns. He's seen more of the true tight end role this season, um, even though they've got the gadget hill around, you know, plugging him in. But even before his big game of 20 points, he'd gone over six points in four of the last six games before that. So he he's kind of been floating you in, um, you know, as a tight end, as a streamer here. Daniel Jones, he's rostered in 40% of sleeper leagues. Uh, this is my one of two quarterbacks this week I'm, I'm interested in. Danny Dimes went off in week seven, over 100 yards rushing for the first time in his career, no less than 12 points in any game this year in four-point touchdown leagues, and he's thrown the ball at least 27 times in five of seven games this year. Look, it, it, it can get a little desperate here on the waiver wire. Last year, we're, you know, last week we are talking about Matt Ryan. He's now benched. Daniel Jones is a guy that I think with the rushing upside could bring you home uh, this week. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's rostered in 55% of sleeper leagues. He's got 17 plus point points <clears throat> the last three weeks uh, in four point touchdown leagues. And he's got a new check down option in Christian McCaffrey, which should, you know, give him more efficiency through the passing game and kind of take the load off of Jimmy G to have to push it down the field there. Remember, if you don't hear a name, they, they were over like the 60% roster share this week because we did kind of cram a lot of those running backs in that were between 50 and 60 here. But be sure to download last week's episode and see if any of those players are still re- available. If you're listening to this on any podcast platform that you can leave a review on, please do. We'd love to get better. And, and obviously, it just helps the podcast grow and get out to more ears. Um, that does it for this week's waiver wire, though. And don't forget to subscribe to the show over on YouTube for more fantasy football content on the daily. We host watch parties in the primetime games. We discuss the waivers uh, every Tuesday night. Sometimes we bring guests on in the industry. We've got the injury news and notes on Friday. We help you prepare your lineups every Sunday uh, morning before the action starts. So head on over to youtube.com forward slash the fantasy whispers and subscribe today. Turn the notifications on. Consider becoming a member. It's only five bucks a month. You get that comment priority, some unique, unique stickers and emojis. It's a lot of fun over there. It's just a big party with us, man. YouTube.com forward slash the fantasy whispers. For Johnny Gatem Hicks, for Austin Sear, for Donnie Tubbs, I'm Big Travi, and we are the fantasy whispers. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.